Welcome in football fanatics and what a kickoff week of NFL action it was. We witnessed blowouts, heartbreak, and heartache. Mm. Speaking of heartaches, let's start in with Monday Night Football, New York Jets versus Buffalo Bills. Super Bowl aspirations on both sides of the field, an offseason filled of hope for the Jets. The hype was real. The stadium was electrified, literally delayed warm-ups because of the electricity <laughs> in New York City. And on his fourth snap as New York Jet quarterback, Aaron Rodgers goes down with an apparent ankle injury, oh, later man. ruled a possible Achilles injury. Now, Jay, I've been traveling all day today on an airplane with unreliable communication. Do we have an update on Mr. Rogers' injury? We do indeed, John. It was a torn Achilles. And so his the Achilles That's tendon... Like two weeks. He's out two his, weeks, right? And his left calf, gone, John. The whole thing snapped. He is actually going to the same doctor who did the surgery on Mr. Kobe Bryant. And so mm. he is going to go to that same doctor. He is out for the rest of the year, but everybody is in anticipation, just waiting to hear you coming back from that. Are you coming back? You coming <laughs> that, back from that? <laughs> uh, Rogers, uh, just highlight on his career. I mean, he's, he has 17 seasons under his belt. This was season 18 for him. Um, he, he's not a young guy. He's 39 years old. Um, this is a heck of an injury to come back from, um, even for young people. Uh, so when you have that age factored into it, it's, I, I don't know. Uh, so a lot of people are just curious if, this is going to be the nail in the coffin. And holy smokes, I don't know if I've ever seen so much hype. <laughs> Hard Knocks chose the Jets for Aaron Rodgers. And I mean, it was a fantastic season of Hard Knocks. Rodgers comes running on the field. He's waving the American flag. I don't know if you got to see that, John. I mean, the pre-game before he before the game even started, it was electric, but he literally ran and it <laughs> I read a comment. Well, that's the problem. He ran 80 yards <laughs> to start the, <laughs> waving the American flag in the air and he's that's screaming. double <laughs> and that's double what he's done the last two seasons. So they're like, well, that's what did it there is. It is. There it is. There it is. But I mean, it was so electrifying. Like you said, I love that because there was a lightning storm earlier in the day. Just to have it end with, oh, torn Achilles, fourth, fourth hike in, the fourth snap of the game, done, and enters Mr. Zach Wilson. You know, everybody talked about Brett Favre's stint with the New York Jets being disappointing, and now you have this with Aaron Rodgers, who he's being compared to, being a former Green Bay Packer quarterback. And, you know, the Packers, we'll get onto it later, but the Packers, who had a great game yesterday, looked phenomenal. Nobody in Wisconsin's talking about that today. Everybody is talking about 
Aaron Rodgers' injury. There has not been this much talk about an injury since DeMar Hamlin almost died on the field last year. This is the most talk we've had about this injury. And there's one thing for certain, Jay. There's one thing for certain. The date of September 11th, 9-11th, will forever be remembered in New York City now. <laughs> uh yeah, not that you know, not that they had a problem with that date before or anything, but uh, I think, I think they're gonna like. There has to be a new state mandate. Like, there is no more nine eleven for us. It's gone. We have nine ten, nine ten and a half, nine twelve. They have got to get rid of nine eleven. Oh my god! Do you think there was some New Yorker on the streets just like nothing ever good happens on nine eleven? The first day, nothing good ever happens on it. <laughs> Play football on nine eleven. Come on! Come on! Come on! Uh, anyway, though, I'm going to give a shout out to this game. I'm picking it as my game of the week this week. New okay. York Jets twenty two, Buffalo Bills sixteen. I don't know if. If everybody did what I did at the start of the third quarter, and that's go to bed because you thought it was yeah, over. You stopped texting me, and that's I was I like, I don't think John's realizing what's happening. I don't even know if he's going to find out till tomorrow. Like, oh I my went gosh. to bed, and I did not find out until I woke up that there was a return punt for a touchdown that's to right. win the game in overtime. And boy, oh boy, oh boy. You don't see a lot of punt returns for touchdowns anymore in the NFL, and you don't see any in overtime to win the game. Dude, a walk-off, a walk-off. The Bills literally go three and out, punt the ball, and he runs it in. And the cool part, John, was who ran it in was the undrafted free agent rookie, Xavier Gibson. Mm -hmm. So the Jets, they did something rare They because they do have some wide receivers, but they kept two undrafted free agent rookies and that was Jason Brownlee who was a healthy scratch yesterday and then Xavier Gibson wow and they highlighted both those players in hard knocks um it was real cool to watch their story and watch their friendship and how they've pushed each other and challenged each other but the reason one of the main reasons they kept Xavier Gibson was for what you just saw yesterday his his um past his um special team return ability is through the roof and one thing they talked about was he's got such quiet feet and what Robert Sala meant by that was he's so shifty he's a trickster he starts running the ball and he jukes people out and they don't expect it they don't see it coming he's got these quiet feet like a ninja and sure enough he displayed it in his first ever NFL game, ran it back, walk-off home run. It was funny. I had texted uh, Ryan. <clears throat> if you guys haven't noticed, Ryan's not with us. He's on vacation, that uh, fat loser who we love. Um, <laughs> uh, I had texted Ryan and was like, what a very disappointing season uh, season finale to Hard Knocks. The star of the the star of Hard Knocks is goes out after the fourth snap. I mean, <laughs> Rogers is done. This is stupid. After that happened, I was like, with, with after the game winner with Xavier Gibson, I said, "Hold on, hold on." The, 
twist ending. It was never about him. It was never about Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. It was all about Xavier Uh, Gibson, and they gave us a an amazing finale having him walk that off it might be the last game the jets win this year <laughs> but but sure enough they won week one uh beat the bills without aaron Rodgers. very I mean, I, surprising i guess that brings me to my first talking point with you can yeah. zach wilson lead the new york jets to the super bowl <sighs> to the super, super bowl, bowl. No. super bowl to the super bowl no to the playoffs no. Playoffs, playoffs. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I. My gut reaction is no. What if I told you that Zach Wilson's QBR rating of eighty-one point nine was better than three other quarterbacks during Week One action? Do you know which three those were? I can imagine it's um, Daniel Jones, Joe Burrow, and Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. Zach Wilson's QBR was better than all three of those quarterbacks. It had to be better than Daniel Jones, too. His was Oh, most likely. Those four quarterbacks. So, with that little bit of information, if you had to buy or sell the Jets making the playoffs with Zach Wilson, would you buy it or would you sell it? I'm not convinced yet. I'm I as of right now I'm still selling. I'm You're not selling? buying. I'm not buying on selling. that yet. They have to convince me of it and they they haven't convinced that defense is freaking scary. Buy. Buy on that defense. Uh, it is scary. Now speaking of Josh Allen, has he regressed or is the Jets defense just that good? So looking at Josh Allen from the tail end of last year to this week one, are you seeing regression in his performance? Or is the defense just that good in New York? It's the same Josh. It's the same Josh Allen. I don't think he's gotten worse, but he still has that he still has that problem with turnovers. He's got the most turnovers since 2018. He was tied with Jared Goff going into the going into yesterday. Then he had four of them, three interceptions and one fumble loss. Josh Allen loses the ball. I will say the Jets defense, unbelievable. All three interceptions are by a guy named Whitehead. And that guy was, he was picking off 60-yard bombs that Josh Allen was throwing down the field. And he's picking them off, like, just full-on sprinting, running down the field, Randy Moss-style catches. But as a as a DB, and it was like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Three times. Did three times. Three times. You stop throwing it that way after the second time. Yeah. Unbelievable talent on the Jets defense. I, yeah, I'm, I'm buying on them. Let's wrap it up. Yep. On this game with you're the Jets general manager. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm spending every second I have trying to get a hold of Tom Brady and bring him bring him back because I need Tom Brady in the green and white lead us to a victory my friend that's what I'm doing um, if I can't get Tom Brady I don't think there is anyone else to get um, at that point I'm trusting in Zach Wilson and trying to find a decent backup for him I saw a report Colin Kaepernick's agents have reached out to the Jets <laughs> And they sign them. They win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and they they reached out to let them know Colin is interested. Hey, just so you know, I got this guy here. 
How now, desperate? I would rather bring Carson Wentz in than Colin Kaepernick. That's my question. Would you be interested in bringing in Carson Wentz? Absolutely. Tom Brady tells you no. Would you bring in Carson Wentz as a Absolutely. And I want Wentz to be there not only as another veteran presence for Wilson, but as my um, escape plan if it gets too disastrous. Now, Wentz tells you no. Are you going after the greatest backup quarterback of all time and the $40 million man, Mr. Chase Daniel? Chase are Daniel. You, are, <laughs> you, are you going after him Darn right as the I Jets am. general Why, manager? Yeah, sure. Why not? Why, I need another backup. He won a, he won a Super, Super Bowl. I know he did. I know he did. <laughs> all right. Let's go over some quick recaps on games. We got the... Oh, I made a typo. I put Oakland Raiders... Incorrect. Las Vegas Raiders 17 to the Denver Broncos 16. I read Oakland and I didn't even question it. It's just, it looks natural. That's it's my right. bad. That's my bad. Jacksonville Jaguars 31 to the Indianapolis Colts 21. Washington Commanders. I actually did write Commanders 20. I didn't put any team here. Who do they play? Cardinals? Cardinals. Cardinals. Washington Commanders 20 to the Arizona Cardinals 16. Baltimore Ravens 25 to the Houston Texans 9. And Falcons 24 to the Carolina Panthers 10. Now, why did I pick all of these teams in the quick recap this week? Now, I I have a strong feeling you were um, drawing a connection between them because I'm pretty sure they all have brand new head coaches. They all have brand new head coaches to the organization. Five new head coaches this year. All five of them stumble into week one losses. They also have first round quarterbacks. So you have Stroud, Richardson, and Bryce Young all stumble into week one losses. So interesting to see there. Do you have anything you want to say about these games? Or do you want to talk about one or you want to talk a little bit about them all? What do you want? Well, so just jumping through here, you got Raiders and the Broncos. Uh, Garoppolo made his debut. Um, very, I got to look at Russell Wilson. I know he did something. He threw, John, I don't know if you saw this. He threw for two touchdowns. Ooh. So if we're looking at the, I can't remember his bathroom 12. count. 12 it's toilets. 12. He has 12 toilets in the house. He's already fulfilled two of them. You know, so it might not take him till week 14 this year <laughs> to get Payton's 12. looking nice. <laughs> Sean Payton was uh, was looking nice. Russell didn't, I don't know. It, I watched sev- several minutes of that game. I had red zone on. Um, the Broncos did just, they didn't look that good. Um, Garoppolo, on the other hand, there's only one thing that guy does, and he wins games. So I I I we I need to look up what his winning stat is, but it's an unbelievable number. It's like forty something wins and ten losses. Like it's unbelievable the amount of wins this guy has, and he did it again. They, they won by one point. Um, Devonte Adams had um. Let's do a little um. John, you want to call it a fantasy pause moment? Fantasy pause moment. You pausing Fan- for the fantasy? Fantasy pause moment um, for the uh, Oakland Raiders. Um, Devontae Adams had a, a pretty standard Devontae game. He made some great catches. Uh, Garoppolo looked good throwing him the ball. But out of nowhere came Jacoby Myers. Um, Jacoby Myers was targeted 10 times. 
which was one more target than Adams, and he caught nine balls wow. for 81 yards and two touchdowns. So Jacoby Myers stepping over um, from the uh, Patriots um, did a fantastic job, and so he That's did suffer a he did suffer a concussion. You said that's why Jimmy likes him. Good call. He did suffer a concussion. He's in concussion protocol right now. Do not let that hold you back. He might not play week two, but Jacoby Myers should be on your add him um, for a waiver wire pickup this this week. Uh, The other games you brought up, uh, Jaguars and the Colts. um, (sighs) Anthony Richardson had a pretty underwhelming debut to be honest um but i it was actually better than what i thought it was going to be the jaguars looked unbelievable if we're talking fantasy football if you had um bet on calvin ridley coming back strong you were handsomely rewarded with eight catches 101 yards and a touchdown another player who did really good for trevor lawrence was uh, Zay Jones. So everyone thought it was going to be Christian Kirk as the other wide receiver, but it was Zay Jones who had five catches for 55 yards and a touchdown. Christian Kirk, one catch, nine yards. Uh, So it's definitely definitely looking like Christian Kirk is going to be the wide receiver three on that team, which some people were they were drafting him way higher than that. Uh, so that is just something that you want to watch. I am John, you kind of called it. You weren't too big of a Christian Kirk fan going into this season. Um, and so anyone who was paying attention to our sports podcast would have heard John talk about that. And, um, yeah, so it wasn't a surprise to us. What did surprise me though, was Zay Jones stepping up like he did. He had some incredible catches. Um, the other games were, you called the scores out. They were pretty, pretty interesting, pretty pathetic. Now let me let me ask you this question on the Commanders versus the Cardinals. Was that not just the worst Week One matchup to ever see on <laughs> any professional sports level ever? Uh, the Commanders won. You could but- not take the two worst teams and put them to go head to head. And have any different of an outcome. So you're watching this going, oh, this is pretty competitive. It looks like they're, you know, it looks like they're going to have competitive teams this year. I don't think they're going to be competitive at all. I think it was just literally the two turds in the toilet fighting which one goes down first. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, both of them are ranked. Um, I think the Cardinals are ranked 32 and the Commanders are at like 30 on the uh, power 32 this week. Both are terrible teams, man. Um, so the the point that Joshua Dobbs and that Cardinals team was even able to score 16 was extremely Amazing. shocking. Coach of the year right there, man. That one coach. <laughs> Got fire in your gut. Got fire in your gut. I don't care who took a bus. Who walked. Who took an Uber. You got fire in that gut. You got fire in that gut. If you guys I have blame, not watched. I, I blame know, Taco Bell. <laughs> Watch Arizona Cardinals head coach speech, fire in your gut. Google it, watch it, and then look up the clip of them making fun of it with impractical jokers, and it makes 100% sense. Oh, so funny. I I know his last name's Gannon. I don't know his first name, but yeah, uh, like you said, uh, 
for all new head coaches, they didn't win. He was not a winner. Now, another fun one I wanted to bring up was the Ravens against the Texans. It did not look like the Ravens had a passing game. What did you think? They they didn't, but they didn't really need one. Like, the Texans aren't putting up a fight. Um, and True. so, I mean, for, for a fantasy perspective, Lamar Jackson threw a goose egg. That was really disappointing. A lot of people were expecting more. Um but a fantasy pause moment, rookie Zay Flowers came. People thought he would be the wide receiver one. They didn't know he was going to get 12 targets, nine catches, 78 yards. Uh, Zay Flowers looked really good for the Ravens. Um, but that's on a day when Lamar Jackson only uh, had 169 yards. Yeah. The- uh, CJ Stroud looked better throwing the ball than he did. I just thought the running game looked more dominant in that game, and you could be correct. It could be they had the lead, and John Har- Harbaugh wanted to go conservative, and that makes 100% sense. Uh, Falcons and Panthers, if you got the stats in front of you, what was quarterback Desmond Ritter's stats? Yep, I've got it. Uh, quarterback Desmond Ritter, very efficient day, 18 passes, 15 completions. Four? How many yards? For 115 yards. And 115 yards? What is That's that an average? Like two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, he only com- he he only threw the ball 18 times, but he did complete 15 15 of those balls. What the problem was for that was um, Drake London had zero catches, if I'm not Ooh. mistaken, and people were drafting Drake London. To do, yeah, one target, zero catches. Now, what did the best tight end in the league, Kyle Pitts, do? Uh, Kyle Pitts had three targets for two catches and 44 yards. Ooh, that's a lot of yards for only 115. Uh, just falling back on that game, Bryce Young, you're too short, five foot five, doesn't cut in the league. Uh, <laughs> let's move on now to the king of the NFC. I picked two teams that I thought looked the most impressive out of the NFC. Okay. And if they went head-to-head this week, I don't know who would have won. I got the Dallas Cowboys at 40 against the New York Giants, who scored zero, and the San Francisco 49ers at 30 versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, who only put up seven. Who was more dominant, Dallas or San Francisco? Uh, Who was more dominant? I'm going to go San Francisco. Now, they scored 30 points versus Pittsburgh seven. Um, San Francisco, Brock Purdy, that offense, they were dominating. Now, this and, is the problem, and I get I get your logic there. Yep. Dallas didn't even need an offense to win that game. I know they didn't, and I was going to say that about the, the problem I had with the Cowboys. Dak Prescott and the offense didn't have to do a thing, and so they to. didn't. Dak Dan Prescott Quinn has figured out how to win football games on defense. <laughs> Dak Prescott, John, if you want to talk about some yards, he had 13 completed passes. He was 13 for 24. Okay. For 143 yards. Oof. That's it. Oof. Dak Prescott didn't have to do anything, though. Tony Pollard um, ran the ball well, um, but the defense. Uh, the defense scored what two touchdowns, um, blocked blocked punts, just completely destroyed the Giants. Um, unbelievable victory for the Cowboys. 
Um, I knew I picked them to win. I did not know it was going to be that brutal. Brutal. I don't, I, I don't know what to say for the Giants. I've always been a huge Daniel Jones fan. And after that performance, I can't, I can't support you, Danny Dimes. You got to pick it up. Uh, Brock Purdy, though, you mentioned him. He is now 6-0 and as a regular season starter. When is this streak going to end, Jay? Predict the game this year that's going to end Brock Purdy's streak. Um, I need to pull up the uh, San Francisco uh, schedule here real quick so I can tell you. But um, Brock Purdy, I mean, he, he looked amazing. He was connecting with Brandon Ayuk who looked phenomenal this game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey ran that ball extremely well, broke off for a 65-yard touchdown run. It was just absolutely beautiful. Mm, Looking at their schedule, so coming up on week five, they will be playing the Dallas Cowboys. Week six, they will be playing the Cleveland Browns, who also had a very good-looking defense. Other than that... You'd have to go all the way to where they play the Eagles, which is going to happen in week 13. So the only time I can see them losing is either against the Cowboys or the Eagles. Um, I don't think the Browns are going to be able to do it. So which one are you picking? Let's go. Bold prediction. Bold prediction. 49ers will lose their first game against the Eagles in week 13. Do you, do you think they are going to go 11-0 and or 12-0? and I don't know when their bye week is. They are going to go 11-0 or 12-0 and and then lose to the Eagles? That's right. Wow. You've yep. heard it here, folks. Yep. If I had to put money on it, that, that's where I'd make my bet. Other than that, I don't see the 49ers losing, um, except for injury. Um, if they have a major injury like we saw last year, if Brock Purdy goes down, they don't have Trey Lance to fall back on. Yeah, obviously something can happen. They got Sam Darnold to fall back on, man. Dude, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. You know who they're wants gonna, Sam Darnold right now? They're going to keep rolling. You know who wants Sam Darnold right now? The New York Dude, Jets. The New York Jets <laughs> want Sam Darnold right now. So was the Cowboys correct in letting Kellen Moore go? Well, their offense looked horrible. So as of right now, no. <laughs> it just was lucky enough they didn't need. Maybe an that's offense. Mike McCarthy's new game plan is just to have a really bad looking offense. So you get their offense on a lot and tire them down throughout the game, and that defense just looks phenomenal. Maybe that's the new Mike McCarthy way right there. <laughs> Speaking of some other, that was easy blowout games of the week. You have the Cleveland Browns 24 to the Cincinnati 3. Green Bay Packers 38 to the Chicago Bears 20. LA Rams 30 to the Seattle Seahawks 13. Mm. Those were the three other blowout games this week. And I think the one that most surprised me was the Cleveland Browns 24 to the Bengals 3. You know, going into this game, um, you know, I do picks with Jerry every week, um, and I struggled on this game. I really wanted to pick the Cleveland Browns. We went back and forth on it for two days, and then Jerry finally made the call and said, I'm just going to pick the Cincinnati Bengals, <clears throat> and I really wish we picked the Browns. Now, we, we only I only mispicked four games this week, John. This was one of them. Um I knew that Browns defense was going to be very good. 
Um, and they were, they were, uh, very intense. I did not know they were going to shut down Joe Burrow like that. What I shut thought they, down. they, they signed the chiefs offensive lineman, um, Orlando Brown jr. The whole talk of the Bengals town was once we, we shored up that offensive line, we got Orlando Brown Burrow's going to have plenty of time. He was on his back and just running and scrambling the entire game. The Browns' defense is for real. So did Burrow get his bag, and now he's just like, I got my money, I'm good, I don't have this competitive edge anymore, I've peaked, this is it, have a good one. Are you pressing the panic button on Joe Burrow? You know, I have Joe Burrow on my fantasy team. <laughs> and so I he got to three points this week, right? Are he, you pressing the panic button on Joe Burrow? You know, Joe Cool is going to do Joe Cool things. I'm not panicking. He is still going to... Um, that He has way too many weapons to freak out. But anytime he's facing an elite defensive line, I'm going to have a little bit of pause. I'm going to have some panic. So, Dirty Joe and the boys figured out. We need you back, bud. Uh, Jordan Love, Green Bay Packers, threw three touchdown passes. Absolutely owned the Bears like Green Bay has been doing for the last hundreds of years. Jordan Love, the next real deal in Green Bay, Jay? I don't know why... You are, know, you, are you buying or selling Jordan Love as a starting quarterback for the next five years? buying so here's here's a key thing for you he only completed 15 passes desmond ritter also only completed 15 passes desmond ritter had 115 yards jordan love had 245 off of 15 passes he's not afraid to throw it down the freaking field find his receivers now it helps when you have aaron jones bust off a super long catch and run um what was that i think it was like 65 yards but still i mean um he set or it was only 35 yards sorry excuse me um but he set his team up well um jordan love looked great i don't know how the packers do it they have gone from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, and now it looks like Jordan Love is the real deal. Un- do you think, unbelievable. Do you think Matt LaFleur is now able to run a system that he wants to run and not yep. a system that his quarterback wants to run? Do you think this might actually be a positive for the Green Bay? I, I actually do think it is a positive. Um, I don't know why there was so much anger and vivitrol between um, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but Jordan Love is a company man right now, and so he's drinking the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. He is letting the coaches run it, mm-hmm. and boy, howdy. He's I, listening, I, and he's performing. I was not as uh, high on the Packers going into this, and now all of a sudden I have them in the top 10 in my power rankings for the 32. So congratulations, Packers. You guys have made a believer out of me. Or is it once again, they just played a really, 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 really bad team and we'll see what they really look like against a little bit better team. Now, I I don't want to say I was extremely high on Justin Fields in the Bears, but I expected more. But Like DJ Moore? But but, um, in all fairness, the Packers defense is for real. 
That's yeah. another for real defense where they have very few flaws yep. throughout the whole uh, system. DJ Moore, if you if I've gone back and looked, I have DJ Moore on my freaking fantasy team and I played him and I was and I'm still high on DJ Moore. I am still by on DJ Moore. He is going to have a good year. He was literally covered and shadowed the entire game. Yeah. There was no opportunity for Fields to get that ball to him, and Fields was running like a madman trying not to get sacked. Crazy game. It's true. Now, LA Rams 30 to the Seattle Seahawks 13. Are the Rams back, or is Seattle Seahawks a last season fluke? All right. Well, if we're going to have a fantasy pause, you cannot have talk about the Rams and not talk about um, this guy's name, Puku Nakua. Puku Nakua? Puka Nakua. Only four, and I don't know the other receivers, but I will tell you this. In history, only four receivers on their very first game in the NFL had 10 catches for 100 yards. Puka Nakua is one of them. Hmm. 15 targets, 10 catches, 119 yards. Um, he was a go-to guy for Matt Stafford. Um, his name wasn't even on my radar. I think he's only owned in about 5% of leagues is the average. People uh-huh. need to be picking up this guy you don't know if it's a fluke if it was just a one game thing but it is with cooper cups injury he is not looking to come back uh soon he is still expected to miss a few more games stafford has found the guy he found most reliable and that's puka nakua it wasn't alan robinson (laughs) alan robinson is surprisingly with the steelers and with he had more catches for the rams yesterday than he did all all season Next games here I want to go over are the witching hour games. These are the games that wins become losses and losses become wins. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20 to the Minnesota Vikings 17. New Orleans Saints 16 to the Tennessee Titans 15. Philadelphia Eagles 25 to the New England Patriots 20. Dolphins 36 to the Chargers 34. Ooh, and I made a typo here. I teased you a little bit. Kansas City 20 to the Lions 21. So, out of all those games listed, I really wish it was KC 21, Lions 20. I really (laughs) wish that, John. (laughs) It just felt more natural typing that out (laughs) than the other way. So, out of all these games I just talked about, which, which looked more impressive to you offensively, Kansas City or the Miami Dolphins? Oh! You kidding me? Did you see what Tua did with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle? Tua looked unbelievably good. And is watching he the most accurate passer in the NFL? He has to be ranked up there in the top he five. He has to be in the top five. He was laying them balls in with defenders right over the that corner touchdown the hill. Just goes right over the guy. Like it just goes. It's like a glitch in Madden when the ball goes through the defender and then the guy has it. And you're like, oh, it's so unrealistic. It's a glitch. That shouldn't count. That's what that looked like. Madden knows what the heck they're doing. 
Tua was 28 for 45 for 466 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Tua, if if we're going to do week one overreactions, Tua is your MVP for this season. If he keeps doing, if he keeps doing this, this is unbelievable. John, the entire time I'm watching that game, I'm just looking at Tyreek Hill rack up 11 catches for 215 yards. And I'm going, I really miss that. <laughs> now, two things I want to say here. Tyreek Hill said during the offseason that he's going to get 2,000 yards this season. Never has happened before in the NFL. He said he's going to get 2,000 receiving yards this season. That was his goal he put out for himself, and I think he's going to chase it. John, if he catches an average of 200 yards a game, he's got nine games left. (laughs) He'll get it done. (laughs) Unbelievable. And then uh, on the Pat McAfee show... He was talking about Tua and kind of doing that overreaction thing. And he was like, Tua Tackle of Tackle Luga is on pace for 7,900 yards this season or something like that. I love weak. I love overreactions. You have to, you have to times that. All right. So 466 times 17. Wow. This is amazing. So I know you love the Chiefs, Jay. And I will give you a platform to speak on so those Chiefs can hear you. What are you going to say? I I am so disappointed. <laughs> I am so disappointed in all of the wide receivers for the Kansas City Chiefs. John, it was bad. Can Mahomes repeat with the current group of wide receivers he has? Can the Chiefs repeat with the current group of wide receivers they have? Mahomes this week, John, when he was being interviewed, he said, I've been working with these guys. I believe in them. And if my guy Mahomes is going to believe in them, then I believe he has mental health problems. (laughs) After what I witnessed, bricks for hands. Kadarius Tony can't catch anything. Sky Moore's dropping passes. Rasheed Rice dropped his very first pass. John, who, what's he supposed to do? Catch the ball too? Here's the thing, though, that I was super impressed with. Now that week one is done, Patrick Mahomes was still able to rack up 200 and what was it 242 yards yeah i think so two two over 200 yards with the receiving core that he had and then you see joe burrow rack up 82 yards that's it now and so i i'm telling you i have to believe in the chiefs in in brett veach i trust in andy reed i trust if mahomes says these guys can do it I'm going to believe they can do it. Um, And it's not even that they can do it. It's I know Mahomes can freaking do it. That dude was still throwing some ridiculously good uh, balls. He was literally, he had a defender, I don't know if you remember that play, wrapped around his one leg, just holding it, trying to take him down. And he's standing there, not going down, and literally finds a guy wide open, hits him in the hands, and he drops it. And I'm just like, what is happening? Now, Kelsey was out that game. He has apparently a 
deep bone bruise. That's right. Which in the history of sports is something that's not easy. It is not. To come back from and not face a re-injury or getting worse. That's in, right. Uh, in a action-packed game like we have in the NFL. I was reading that a baseball player has the same injury as he does, and he is out for two months recovering from this injury. So how concerned are you about Kelsey coming back too soon and it becoming something more than it already is? I'm very concerned. I'm so concerned. In fact, I want him not to come back until week eight. Really? Week eight. I, I want him did to Did you take, see what they did without him last week? I did. You so want them to I, go 0 and 8? <laughs> because then they can finish John. <laughs> they would go 0 and 7. He'll come back week 8. And then they'll win every other game. And they're going to finish 10 and 7, make the playoffs, ah. not as the number one seed. Um, and they will. Uh, it's fine, though. They, they'll win all 10, the final 10 games. And then they'll make the playoffs, make a run, make a Super Bowl. Um, look. We can't do it without Kelsey, and I know that guy, and I know the Chiefs. They're going to rush him back way too soon. Like you said, a deep bone bruise, that that means the bone is freaking weak. So yeah. you're expecting him to run, catch the ball, and take those kind of hits? People are going to be going for that leg. He oh, will break his down. leg. He needs, like, the big Gronk cask. Not for his arm, but for his leg. That's what he needs. This big old Gronk cask on his leg to go out there. Gronk, if you're out there, hook him up. Hook him up. You got him. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, I was surprised by a few teams' effort in their victories and their close games last week. That's the New England Patriots, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, Minnesota Vikings, New Orleans Saints, and the Tennessee Titans. Out of those teams, who is going to have a winning record at the end of the season? So I can pick more than one. I'll allow what you you're saying. Pick, yep. Pick who you think will have it's a winning a record. Winning record, yeah. Um, I'll tell you this. I I was I I also liked the Bucks' effort. They will not have a winning record. Um, the Vikings lost that game against the Bucks. I did. Everyone expected them to have a a regression this season it's happening um they're not going to win all of those close games it's already happened week one that they didn't win that close game like they had that ridiculous streak last year the vikings will have a winning record the patriots should have beat the eagles i am very disappointed in mac jones and bill bilicek what started off as an absolute stomping quickly turned 16 and 0 and I thought well the, this is it Bill Belichick's done Mac Jones is washed out this is stupid and they turned it on in the second half super impressed me they had two drives at the end of the game to win it and they couldn't pull it off and I'm not even blaming Mac Jones uh, Kendrick Bourne um, that's another fantasy pause go after Kendrick Bourne with the Patriots. He's a rookie and that is who Mac Jones likes throwing to. But man, if he could get his freaking foot down, they are in, instead of fourth and 11, um, they would have had the first down and they would have won yeah. that freaking game. Um, I'm, I'm telling you the Patriots impressed me. They're going to have a winning record. The Vikings will have a winning record. 
the Saints will have a winning record. The Bucks and the Titans will not. Now, how many games do we watch Tannehill lose before they put in Will Levis? I honestly thought Tannehill was going to come out this year and play better. And I am just sick in my stomach looking at how horrible he looks. Um, Four more really sad performances like that, and they have to put someone else in. They have to. Now, looking at the Saints, I had an idea of Jameis Winston being traded to the Jets. What do you think of Jameis going to New York? I'll tell you what. It would be a major boost for Garrett Wilson because Jameis Winston will be launching that ball down the launching field. Launching it, man. Launching it. My and thought Garrett- process is you put him in. If he throws 30 picks, you put it back in Zach Wilson. I mean... <laughs> It's <laughs> the worst that could happen. Well, with along with his 30 picks, he always put up at least 30 touchdowns with him. Um, he'll launch the ball, and Garrett Wilson can get it. And so that would be actually really fun to see. Man, I am just, I feel really bad for the Jets. I just don't think Zach Wilson's the answer. Now, here's my next question, and this will be my last question about the Jets, hopefully. Who do you feel more bad for? Aaron Rodgers or Zach Wilson? Aaron Rodgers. Really? I feel worse for Zach Wilson. You get in here, you have the greatest quarterback. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time going to play quarterback. You're like, oh, I'm the backup this year. I'm sitting back. I'm learning from this guy. I don't have to worry about playing. I have no pressure on me. This is going to be my best year yet. Oh, it's been so much pressure on me. Oh, this is so good. I get to watch this guy play football and learn from him and see how the greatness thinks. Four and then it's snaps four snaps. Later. Get in there, boy. You're up. <laughs> How would like, you not feel worse for Zach Wilson? I man? feel like that. Uh, I feel like that SpongeBob meme pops up, and it's like four snaps later. Four snaps. <laughs> five snaps later, <laughs> including the Achilles. <laughs> What's happening? Just imagine um, being like that. He's just all hyped up. He's like, "This is gonna be my. This is gonna be my favorite season in the NFL. I'm gonna learn yeah. so much." And then in four snaps. You're up. Next man up. Go. Hey, Zach, I will say he already looked better than he did last year. Um, You could tell that he had had a change um, in his mindset. The pressure was off of him. Um, And I do think that really helped. And I know how much Nathaniel Hackett was really bad as a head coach. But he is a player's coach. And he is a fantastic offensive coordinator and I think you can really tell. Um, but the, the problem was with that first game, the entire game plan was built around Aaron Rodgers and Zach yep. Wilson's not Aaron Rodgers. They are able to adjust. They're going to play more to Zach Wilson's strengths. I do think the Jets are still going to have a winning record this year. All I'm but, hoping, all I'm hoping is that we have a Aaron Rodgers turn into a Lance Harbor moment where he's on the sideline with his crutches I coaching so on bad. Moxon to win the games. That yes. is all I'm hoping for. That, I want that so bad. Oh, I want that so bad. He's just out there in his crutches and he's just like, what are you doing, man? Throw that ball. <laughs> 
Do you have any closing thoughts before we wrap up here about any of these other closed games of the weeks or anything else, Jay? Um, I didn't quite jump into all the waiver wire stuff that I wanted to, which is what actually really good. So we're going to do a fantasy pause moment. Um, and if you are looking at waiver wires, we talked about some of these players um, in the quarterback position, Jordan Love. Um, he's only rostered in 31% of leagues. Um, Sam Howell, he's only rostered in 22% of leagues, and he was throwing the ball as well. Um, I, I would be going after Jordan Love. I think he's going to keep having a great season. Um, for running backs, this one blew my mind, but Kenneth Gainwell is the number one running back in Philadelphia. And the thing that really no one else was calling this except Ryan Olson. Anytime I talked to Ryan Olson, he kept saying Kenneth Gainwell is going to be the number one running back. Kenneth Gainwell is going to be the, no- I don't know why no one's drafting him. I don't know why people are taking Deandre Swift and Rashad Penny and Rashad Penny was a healthy scratch. They didn't even activate him. Kenneth Gainwell is the number one running back um, in Philadelphia. He's only rostered in 40% of leagues. Go pick him up. Um, I don't know if you watched the uh, Austin Eckler 2.0, but his name is Joshua Kelly. Um, and he's only rostered in 4% of leagues. Is he with the Chargers? Uh, yes, he is. He is the handcuff. He named him after the starting running back for the team. Yeah, no. <laughs> did you see him run? Because he... No, I didn't see him run. <laughs> Oh my gosh. If you weren't, I thought you watched the Dolphins Chargers game. I watched the Dolphins. I don't watch the Chargers. Oh, dude. <laughs> the Chargers, Josh Kelly ran like a man, uh, like a man possessed. Mm-hmm. He didn't, Austin Eckler didn't even play in the fourth quarter except one snap. Really? That's right. Uh, Josh Kelly, um, completely took over in that fourth quarter and he was running hard. He was running fast. It looked like um, what has come out later is Austin Eckler, his ankle was sore, Um, but um, he has a high ankle sprain, but they're not calling him to be out. But I'm telling you, Josh Kelly is only in 4% of leagues. Go pick him up. That dude looked awesome. Another running back that t- completely took over the backfield from the number one running back was in was with the Rams. Kyron Williams took over that backfield for the Rams. It only took him one week. Cam Akers practically disappeared by the end of the game. And so Cam Akers had, just so you know, John, had 22 carries for 29 yards. Wow. He barely averaged more than one yard per carry. Um, Desmond Ritter. uh, Kyron Williams um, completely took that over. Um, He had two rushing touchdowns. He only had 15 attempts. Kyron Williams is the guy to go get. He's only in 5% of leagues. Um, Another big injury out for the rest of the season, J.K. Dobbins for the Baltimore Ravens. J.K. Dobbins is done. He's out. Very disappointing for people who picked him up. Justice Hill stepped in, had two rushing touchdowns. Um, it's going to be a running back by committee. It's going to be between Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. Justice Hill's younger, can catch the ball. So, in my opinion, he has the higher flex play um, ability. Uh, wide receiver-wise, I already talked about um, Puka Nakua. 
another stash option I want people to be watching um, is the Zay Jones, not Zay Jones. Um, Zay Flowers. Jameson Williams. Now, I'm bringing it up now in week one. He is suspended for six games. Um, pay attention, because right when you get around week four, he is going to be sitting out there on waiver wires. Be looking for Jameson Williams with the Lions. Um, I know um, you don't need to pick him up now, but I remember the year I you might remember this, John. I won one of our fantasy leagues. It was one we did a long time ago um, on NFL.com. But I had picked up Odell Beckham Jr. two weeks prior to him coming back from that injury. If you know anything about that, he didn't start till week 13. I picked him up in week 11. People kind of thought it was a stupid move. I won the championship because of that. Um, thanks to Odell Beckham Jr. coming out and playing electric. I believe I'm going to call it now. Jameson Williams is also going to have a really good year with the Detroit Lions, uh, complimenting Amon Ra St. Brown. Um, so be on the lookout for uh, him coming around week four. That's all I got. It's gonna, so much fun to talk about football, John. I can't believe so it. So much fun. I love football. <laughs> football, 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 football. NFL, NFL, NFL. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a quote here. I reached out to a New York Jets fan and I said, tell me how you're feeling right now. And I think this summarizes it for a majority of the New York Jets fans out there. Here's the quote. Life is just nothingness to me now. I can't taste anything anymore. I can't smell anything anymore. Colors are all just plain to me. At this point, I'm just going through the emotions of life. Today feels like I grew up without a dad, and I finally found out who he was, a rich, kind-hearted man, and he wanted to meet me, and I got as far as saying, hi, I'm, and he dies and has a heart attack in front of me, and then I find out I'm left nothing in the will because he wanted to see how I was. That's how I feel today. <laughs> so I have a moment of silence for the New York Jets fans out there. All right, football fanatics. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you'd like us to go more in depth on your favorite football team or any players, let us know by commenting below. Peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on the Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at The Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time. <laughs>